Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Podium Podcast. Happy New Year. This is episode 42. And we are back. Strong. I'm here. It's good to be back. Refreshed. Hope you guys just had a safe, happy holiday season, a good new year. And I hope everything is going well for you in this 2018. Now, I was supposed to have a guest today. I say supposed to because it was all set up until last minute, and then you know you don't. I don't know. So as of right now, I am by myself. If my guest arrives during the show, cool. If not, I will hold it down as always. The show must go on, and there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of shit going on right now. Firstly, Donald Trump. He's wilding. Donald Trump is wilding. Donald Trump is wilding. Don, Donald, come to the podium, please. Come up here. Donald Trump, you have disrespected Africa and Haiti. And this had to be done. Like this this right here. I just hit him in the foot. That's for the foot. Now he's hopping around. His toupee is jumping and lifting and everything. Donald, why don't you say those are shithole countries? You know America's a shithole country? Did you know that? Or did your American pride get in the way? Donald Trump has the power to walk down Wall Street and make every homeless person rich, and he won't because he doesn't care about people. This is who y'all voted in as president. Y'all really went for this shit. This nigga's disrespectful, bro. Disrespectful. And purposely, this nigga didn't get up there and say that by accident. He dead ass went up there, and that well, that's what he felt. I would hope he didn't write that down or somebody didn't write that for him, but Donald Trump is wildin'. He's in the tub. Shot him in the foot. Here's one for the hand. Hit him in the hand. That's your left hand. I'm going to get your right hand, too. So now Donald Trump is shaking his hand and holding his foot. And his toupee is now like barely hanging on. So Donald Trump, for all my Haitians and all my Africans, I love y'all. Salute to all my Africans and Haitians. Fuck Donald Trump and everybody that fucking voted for him. This is a headshot for Donald Fuck Donald Trump. Now, on to some other stuff that's been negative but hilarious to me. H&M. Okay, so this is old at this point because it happened last week. You know, the internet is too fast to care, as I always say. H&M had an ad with a black child wearing a green hoodie saying the coolest monkey in the jungle. The woke republic as I would like to call them, they uh, they went crazy. This is disrespectful. How dare you put that sweater on that child? 
Oh my God. H&M is racist. Fuck H&M. Boycott H&M. They knew what they was doing. They trying to put us down. I can't believe in this day and age that racism is fake outrage. Listen, listen, listen. Throw all that shit in the top. For one, when I seen that, and I seen it on Facebook first, middle of the night, sometime I scroll Facebook, that's when Facebook is juicy. Scrolling Facebook and I seen it and I was like, oh shit, that's crazy. That's all I said. I didn't go like, what the, I, this is ridiculous. I'm about to go fuck eight. No, no, there was no outrage in my body. And I highly doubt that you guys had real outrage too, because it really wasn't that big a deal. Now understand that it is disrespectful and it is racist, but this is a German European company, H&M. You think they know, you know, our value, our views on racism? I don't think racism exists in other countries as much as it does here. Because America was built off the backs of slaves, which divided a line between two ethnicities. So I don't think Germany was built off black slaves. I don't think uh, anywhere in Europe, Australia, whatever the fuck these places are. Africa... Wait, I'm talking about okay, not Africa. Scratch that. No Africa. Let me in the top. America is divided between black and white. And it's been that way since the beginning of the time because that's how the world was built here. So at any chance where I feel like any chance where black people feel like they're taking a dig at us, they, they get super sensitive. And it's kind of annoying at this point now. Everything is not a big deal. For one, no one was hurt. And for two, the parents of this child see no issue with this. No issue. I, f- I know if they felt a way, and I believe the boy was from England, it's a little different over there. Now, I don't, I, the, I don't think the parents seen any issue there. They maybe did see it, but you don't know these people's predicament. They might have needed the money. It's possible that these people had needed the bread and just like, you know what? If he got to wear a fucking stupid ass sweater, fuck it. You know, I need to pay rent. Like, we need something. This kid is a child model. And I, I heard, I don't know if this is true, but I heard Diddy gave him a million dollars to be a Sean John model. If that's the case, salute to Diddy. Big salute to, to, to Diddy for that, if that's true. Um, I haven't seen a little boy post a Rolex yet, so I don't think that's true. But we will see. Um, but all jokes aside, that shit is not really a big deal. Nobody was hurt. Nobody was killed. Nobody was... You know, nobody was hurt. So if nobody's dying and nobody's getting assaulted, it was a little kid. I don't even think that little kid knew what that that sweater was saying. Really cool is he probably thought it was a nice hoodie. But people went crazy for it. And like I said on my post last week that I didn't care when I seen it and I don't care now. And it happened last week. Monday It is now next week. too. Nobody cared by Thursday last week. It was over. The, the, The memes were corny. Once the memes stopped getting likes, the shit is dead. The shit is dead. So, for all you fake, uh, fake pro-black niggas, are you done? Relax, okay. You have to relax. You gotta relax. Next up, uh, there's a Facebook video out. Not cool. Not cool. Uh, okay. So this here's a story. Here's the backstory. There's a lot of bullshit going on to start the year. We gonna throw. We need to throw this whole year in the tub. This beginning month is trash. All right, so there's a video going on World Star that started from, I believe, Facebook. I don't know. Facebook is all the fucking nonsense. Like, all the ignorance is from Facebook. Um, I seen it from Facebook and followed the link to World Star Hip Hop, which also 
you know, RPQ, but it uh, denigrates the black people. But anyway, regardless of that, there's a video of a girl, young girl getting stripped down in an Airbnb and beaten up by her friend over a gram of weed. If a gram of weed is hurting your business, you're in the wrong business. Okay. Secondly, everything should not be recorded. And I feel like the technology is going to kill us all. You're doing the cops job for them by recording things. Once it's on the internet, I don't give a fuck if you deleted it from your phone, deleted it, the link, it's still there and people can find it and pull it up. Nothing is deleted on this internet. If you put it out there, it's there and there's nothing you can do to get it back. So for the fact that these people are like assaulting this young girl, assaulting her, beating her up, just a girl, no, no dudes hit her, no dudes hit her, but there was a gram of weed missing and they thought she had it. And they wanted to strip her and check her. But she said, no, you can't check me until you put the cameras away. You're not, I'm not stripping on camera, but they kept recording. This girl kept beating her up and the girl was surprised because consistently saying stop. It's a disturbing video. It was a lot to stomach. The girl was screaming, stop, 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 please stop. And they're beating her up and ripping her clothes. Well, the girl is a fucking female pit bull. This bitch was crazy. So she's ripping the girl's shit off. Open your shirt. Wiggle, take your titties out. Wiggle your bra. You don't even check your bra. Pull your pants down. Squat. Take your shoes off. Like the ultimate. This girl, they fucked her up. And then what makes it worse on Facebook, they say the girl name and where she work. Like, come the fuck on. Like, how much can a person take? How much can a person take? They gave her Instagram, her name, where she works, and the video of her stripping down in her underwear. They done ripped the girl wig off. She walking out with the Iverson braids. Shit was all fucked up. All over a grandma weave. And then she didn't even have it. She didn't fucking have it. And then you hear these niggas, you did all that shit. You ain't even got it. Uh, She told you she didn't have it before y'all did that. <laughs> I don't understand this generation. You new niggas is different. Y'all like to record everything. Y'all always want to be, y'all want to, I guess y'all want to go viral and be famous, but that's not going to do it, bro. And then in the video, nobody's hiding their face. You hear a nigga constantly saying, yo, don't put me in that video. I was not here. Don't say my name. And then he says a nigga name. And then the nigga dapped him and laughed about it. And they rented an Airbnb. All of this took place in an Airbnb. There's like 19 niggas in there. How, what is the procedure for getting an Airbnb? Do you have to be a certain age? All these niggas was young. Like, like it was way too many niggas in that room, in that Wherever the fuck they rented it. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I really want this to stop. That is a terrible thing. This is the same thing that happened like in the Chicago shit with the girl that walked in the freezer or some shit like that. Niggas stop caring about that shit. I guess they figured she killed herself. So there's no case there whatever. I don't know how that all ended up. But um, it has to stop. You young niggas got to chill. And I blame your older older heads because I don't even think y'all have any. All them older niggas that was should be guiding y'all probably in jail or just lame and y'all don't respect them. And I can see that. Those niggas my age do a lot of corny shit. But um, somebody got to start guiding these young niggas and telling them like, yo, bro, put the phone away. You can If you go do shit like that in your trap house or wherever you at and somebody's stealing and you want to get your shit back, that's fine. But to record that, Put that out to you incriminating yourself. And my condolences to that girl. They, she didn't die or nothing. She, they let her go. They kicked her out. But that's very unfortunate to go through. That shit is extremely stressful. 
Like, the girl was damn near throwing up. She was scared to death. And the girl just kept punching on her face. Very hard to watch. If you got kids, please keep your kids out these little mixes with this thottery that's going on. These young niggas, these big, oh my God, it's bad out here. It's bad. But um, anyway, what else I got here? Uh, let's see. The Shy. Now, this is a positive. There's a new show on Showtime called The Shy. Just started. Episode two came on Sunday. Um, I watched episode one on Sunday morning because I kept seeing people talk about it. And I seen dude from uh, Straight Outta Compton, the dude to play Easy E. I'm sorry, I don't know his name right now. Um, he's one of the lead characters, and he was on The Breakfast Club. And uh, salute to him because the way he talked about it, the show, and to see that nigga without a perm, without a Jerry curl. I know he been in other shit. But to see him without a Jerry curl was kind of kind of odd. Like nigga, where your scully and shades, nigga? You. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, the show is phenomenal. The first episode made me cry. I'm gonna give it real. I was in the room by myself, chilling. I was smoking a little something, and in the first episode, I'm not gonna say what happened because you can still go and watch this on Showtime on demand or whatever. But it's just a great written show. It, it, even episode two. The way episode two ended was like, fuck, it's so good. Like these shows are so good off the rip. This is a good show right away. You don't have to wait a season. You know, a lot of shows that you start binge watching the first season be kind of trash. Then the second season be the lit one. Then the third one be kind of weak. But then the fourth one be fire. Walking Dead. Um, But yeah, um, it's a great show. It's a black show. It's about Chicago. Um, I'm not sure of the directors of this show, but I love the show. Great show. It reminds me of The Wire a little bit, but it takes place in Chicago. It's not really drug-induced, and the, and the Wire didn't really start with, with like too much drugs. The first season of The Wire was more about the cops than the kids, and then remember about season three, it went toward the kids and the streets and the drugs, Bodie and Avon. But anyway, The Shaw, phenomenal show. Y'all should check that out. It's on Showtime every Sunday. Um, If you haven't watched it, you can catch up. It's only two episodes. Listen to me. Great show. Great show. There's really nothing out right now. Walking Dead is on break. Uh, Insecure is finished. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, Dave Chappelle dropped two more specials for your fucking head top. Dave Chappelle dropped two more. God damn it, Dave. What a way to start the year. Two more. Two stand-ups for your head top. More tune for your head top. You see it. And they're both great. Dave Chappelle's a legend. He was smoking his vape on stage. Dave is with the shits. Dave is with the shits. Smoking his weed pen on the stage the entire show. The first one. The second one is a little more intimate. It's a smaller crowd, but it's a very effective show. Dave Chappelle was talking about the trannies. Got a lot of backlash for that. Now, listen, I'm not going to go there. But if you haven't seen it, just watch Dave. He'll tell you everything. I'm not here to take on none of Dave's fires. He sets his own fires. I don't want to get burnt. I'm good. But, um... Two great stand-ups. Uh, Black Mirror came back. I think this is for season four. I haven't got into it yet. That show is weird. You got to really make time for that shit. I'm trying to think what else is go- what else is out. Uh, I don't know. White people. We got, I got a tub for you. So I'm on the internet the other day and I'm watching stuff. And I see white people starting this little dance. It look like they're having a damn stroke. I forget what they call it. But there's three white women. 
that are convulsing their bodies in a weird way. And they say, this is the dance that's going to take over the whole world. It's not. It's not. White people are trying to take the culture back. White people, you're not cool enough to make a dance that we'll do. You go, you go steal our shit. There's white kids at basketball games still dabbing. <laughs> ah! You ever watch like a game? You ever go to a game? Like when you go to a game and it's commercials, they usually interact with the audience to keep them active while the teams are on timeout and shit. So you'll always see the camera. They'll show a little kid dancing and a little white boy just dabbed all wrong and randomly. It's the most funniest shit ever, but it's how they take our culture. So now I guess this is the attempt to take the culture back that they never owned. You don't have any culture, white people. What is your culture? Fucking tofu? Listen, the flavor's with us. And I'm not even being racist. I'm being real. White people generally don't have rhythm. You know why? They don't need it. <laughs> you have white privilege. We need the rhythm, nigga. We need to dance to entertain shit. We need to, we need to uh, get out there and do backflips on stages. Like That's what we do. You know, black people are just naturally gifted. Y'all put it, y'all, y'all, y'all fucking farmed us and made the biggest, strongest niggas of all time. And now it's the NFL. <laughs> Too much, son. Yeah. So, um, salute to white people for trying to take the culture, but no, no, holeless. That's what I'm trying to create a dance. Now, up next, my New Year's resolutions. I don't really have. I don't do resolutions. I just do little small things that I know I can do. For example, I wanted to stop drinking soda. I've done that. I have been off soda for now 16 days. Salute to me. Um, when I'm high, I really like vanilla Coke. And I'm not going to lie to you. It's been a struggle to not go in the store and get that vanilla Coke every day. But I've been just drinking water. I've been pissing a lot too, like <laughs> a lot. And you know, that's fine. Water will make you pee a lot and that's natural. It's going through your body a little faster. There's no sugar in it really. A little bit of salt, there's no real sodium there. So, you know, I feel like I'm down like four pounds. I looked on the scale, I'm down four pounds. It's a start. Am I going to go to a gym? No, fuck that. I always say what you in shape for, you can still get shot. So fuck that. Go fucking run and get sore on purpose for free. Not even. You fucking pay the gym. I'm not paying for them niggas for me to be hurting them all. Fuck that. Do push ups in my own fucking house. I'll run around the fucking block. But um, that's one of them. The other one is to create more. I wanted to be more creative this year. As as last year, I was pretty creative. It was pretty good. But I've had years where I was way more active creatively, and I feel like this year. I have to really, really do that. I got 12 months to really go in and create and do things that I always talked about, and never really followed. So this year I'm going to make, I'm going to dabble in clothing a little something. Not going to tell y'all what. I'm just going to dabble in that. I actually have dabbled in it prior and was slightly successful with the little, with the amount that I did. Um, So we'll see. We're just going to gauge my uh, my uh, what they call it? Go gauge my relevancy and see if people actually give a fuck. Um, let me go test that out. Number three, definitely want to make the podcast bigger. That's a big, big, big thing. Right, I want to do. You got to make the pod. I got to make the podcast bigger. And guys, my loyal listeners, I love y'all so much. 
I just need y'all to keep doing what y'all doing. Keep listening. Keep spreading the podcast. You see me in the streets and you listening to my shit, let me know. I've had several people walk up and yo, shit, that's crazy. I'm listening to your podcast with Walla right now. Like, salute to all y'all that did that. Um, I appreciate it, man. Like, this, this podcast and shit is fun, but it is work. And it's not easy. You know, everybody I have on isn't always the most talkative people but they they fuck with me so they give me the you know they they do it they 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 come on they loosen up and we talk and we have good conversation that's all really all a podcast is is conversation so you just got to take away from the fact that people are going to hear this and just focus on what you're saying so once you do that and get comfortable shit man we in here we lit man the podium we having a good time it's very a lot of fun. But this year I'm I'm coming I'm coming man I'm coming. We trying to get endorsements now. We trying to secure the bag. Somebody's gonna find me. It's only not it's like there's no way. There's no way I could not make it. You know, because you gotta. I always say you gotta have your hand in everything. You got five fing five fingers on each hand. There should be a finger in every single thing you like to do. You like art, put a finger in art. You like music, put a finger in music. You like podcasts, you like acting. Whatever you want to do, put a finger in everything and work your hands. You know what I'm saying? Whichever finger get deepest, put the rest of the hand into that. That's where you want to go. Right there. Whatever's working for you. Follow that. That was a dope analogy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was hard. I'm sober too and I thought of that. Yeah. But um, today... Today is Tuesday, January 16th that we're recording. Uh, the Levi Fours. Now, this is for all the sneaker people that listen to the show. Sorry, ladies, if y'all don't really know what that is. Or fellas, too, if y'all not really into the kick shit. But uh, Levi Denim, Levi, the company that makes the jeans, made a pair of Jordan Fours out of denim. Travis Scott broke the internet when he wore them. And the other day, Upscale Vandal went to the Levi store and distressed and put pins on his pair and there's a fucking massive line outside the Soho Levi store now and you know wherever there's limited shit there will be niggas and they're there and they're fighting in the cold for these shoes do I like the shoes personally no not for me but I understand it you can distress your shoe like you do your jeans throw a little paint on them maybe a little bleach you know maybe you write a little secret message Mm -hmm. you know what I mean cool I mean, I think I think it's a young people thing. I'm a little older now. I'm starting to put my mind in the frame of you're older. You got to set an example, not really follow the wave. So I'm not following the wave. I'm just floating, just floating. I see everybody going there to the toward the toward the waves and shit. I'm just floating there, chilling, nice and warm. You know, probably got a mojito. Got my visor on. Got that little strip of white uh, shit on my nose. That's that's me. That's me in the sneaker world. I'm just floating in the ocean. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, I don't really care about shit like that anymore. It doesn't move me. But, I, I mean, I really want the culture to do better. And I may, I'm making this little rant here because you would think in 2018 that people would calm down and kind of, like, relax with certain things. Like, as a group, everybody should come together and kind of be mature about shit. You do know when you rush the door of any business, it's bad for business. You notice? The cops will come and shut everything down. So now that store loses money and you in result get nothing. 
So why not come in a peaceful manner? You know what I'm saying? Why try to fight? Like, what, you're not going to get, if you if you fight, you're not getting shit. So why fight? Why do you come there with these intentions? People just want their shoes. Whether they go resell them or wear them, it does, that, that's nobody's business but theirs. But just try to do these things in a peaceful manner because you make the culture look bad. Because now people think sneakerheads are just some savages that line up and go crazy. No, we don't. No, no, we, we don't. We don't. That's not the culture. That's not the culture. That's never been the culture lining up. Like the niggas that's OGs in my sneaker world never lined up and slept outside for sneakers, bro. You just bought it early or you just paid the tax to have it. Sleeping outside, staying outside, fighting outside like ah, for some shoes. You, you look dumb. You look dumb. I personally have never done that. Have I lined up before for a raffle ticket? Sure. But sleeping outside of a store is nuts. It's nuts. I know I'll sound might to the young niggas. I might sound dumb. Like, oh, that shit is mad fun. You meet people here. You do this. I got that. But the overall point is to get the shoe. And I'm not a people person. I don't care to be in you niggas faces. Just give me my shit. Let me go home. Okay. Relax. Y'all got to relax out here. Shit is wild, bro. Shit is wild. Hold on. Yeah, well, there's no guest tonight, so there's that. Yeah, I don't. I never understood people. I had a random about this earlier. Um, when people lie, this is this is a very sensitive issue for me because I don't like to lie because I feel like I don't have to lie, and it's like a respect thing for myself. I respect myself too much to lie to somebody to make them feel good out of fear of their reaction to the truth. I refuse to lie to you to, to like save face or whatever the fuck people lie for. If you ask me something, I'm going to answer you truthfully. Or I'll give you my best interpretation of the truth, depending on who you are. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just people just like, I mean, listen, Nobody's putting a gun in your head. Nobody's forcing you to do anything you don't want to do. The word no is becoming extinct. And I don't understand why. If you don't want to do something, say no. See, the thing people do will say yes and then complain about it. But you didn't have to do it. You didn't have to do it. If I invite you to the show, right? And you're interested and we set up a date for you to come on the show. Then, uh, yeah, you know, I'm kind of expecting you to show up because if we get to the point where I'm giving you the address and I'm double checking with you to make sure you can still make it and you telling me yes. And then the day of everything goes wrong suddenly, it's I'm not buying that shit. I'm not buying that shit. Let me give you an example. This is how you know people are lying. For one, nothing ever happens out of the blue the minute you're supposed to do something you didn't want to do. Oh man, I can't make it, man. I was trying to, I was on my way, but this happened. It can that is that possible? Sure. The odds of that happening, very low. Very low. Now I'm giving you an example, right? I'm not gonna use names here, I'm just gonna use scenarios. 
And I got something else after this story that I want to get into too. That's very serious to me. Um, a young lady invited me out about a week, two weeks ago, something like that. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Cool. We can go. It was on me to set everything up. I set everything up. Um, the day of I go to work, I reach out. Hey, I get out around seven thirty, eight o'clock. I'll meet you there at, you know, eight thirty nine ish, something like that. Cool. This was the day of. So now I get off. I'm like, hey, what's up? About to be off. What's the word? No response, but it was red. Hmm. Cool. All right. Maybe you getting yourself together and you, you know, whatever. Or maybe you driving. I, I don't know. Give you the benefit of the doubt. So now it's like, okay, you read it and it's been 20 minutes. I send the emoji with the finger under the under the face. And um I get no response, no read, no nothing. So now it's like, hey, I'm leaving. What's the word? No response again. No read. Okay, so now it's to the point where I'm on the train, I'm going home. Hey, I tried. Now I get a response. Oh my god, I lost track of time. You lost track of you lost you lost track. Of, I just spoke to you five hours ago. You lost five hours. You read my text. When you read my text, that was where you would have said, can't make it. And it would have been fine. I'll go home. It's no big deal. It was fucking cold as shit. But the, 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 the thing with no, like I don't understand why people just can't say, hey, I can't make it. Cool. Just you can't make it. Fine. But when you make a cockamamie fucking story of it, Lost track of time. Sorry, we can we reschedule? No, we can't reschedule a fucking thing. Because you 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 could have just told me no. But the fact that you made the plan and then flopped is a double slap in the face. Who the fuck do you think you are? What do you expect of me? Well, like that shows you have very little respect for me in my situation. That you just cancel your whole shit. Don't tell me nothing real. Oh shit, my fault. And you fucking lie. Now, in this situation here, I've been setting this up for about a week. And here we go again. Day of, you get the flop. It's just women that do that, too. Women, I don't understand why women are so afraid to say the word no. There's nothing. Like, if you tell me no, it's no. Not interested? Cool. Nervous? Don't want to do it? Cool. Just say that. That's it. Ain't no pressure. I'm not going to stress you. I'm not. And you always can tell somebody lying to you by the longest, how long they take to respond. The longer they take, like when you text to somebody regular and then boom, out the blue, they hit you with the point and then they don't respond as fast anymore. They're thinking. So if I hit you three, four or five times, you seen that shit. You taking your time to not respond to get your shit together. I would rather you not even respond to me. So this way, the communication can be stopped right there. I will never reach out to you again. But the fact that you respond to me with bullshit, now I can't respond to you. I can't. There's no more words. There's nothing to be said now. So the lying shit and all of that, it has to stop. So now that's done, whatever. Now we're going to get into the meat of the podcast, right? So, I like to be transparent with my life and my 
whatever's going on in my world. So I'm going to bring y'all in a little bit. Now, people might not like this, but that's not my problem. Um, so it was brought to my attention a couple weeks back that I had mentioned someone on the show that um I used to deal with. Now, I have a lot of people that listen to the show. Apparently, somebody that listen knows the female I was referring to. And they told her, which is fine. I really I wouldn't have said it if I was nervous that she would hear it. She does listen. So I, I never lie. I never ran from it. I was like, yeah, I owned it. Yeah, I said it. If I if you say it, I said it, I probably did. Because I'm on 40, episode 42. I don't remember every episode. So if you heard something that I said and you listened back and you got proof, then yeah, yeah, you got me dead to rights. I said it. It is what it is. I'm not taking nothing back. I mean everything I say. So, you know, I got a complaint. Like, oh, you, you, you're talking about me on your show. And it's like, you know, yeah, I am. I am because this is my life. So, you know, I'm going to talk about things I feel and things I'm going through and things I've went through. I'm sorry that that includes you, but there's nothing I can do about my past and my stories. Now, if you want me to not talk about it, you can wish that. Sure, that's that's your right. You can want me to not speak about certain things, but it's ain't your show. So to that, um, I don't have any disrespect, no hate to her. I still care about that girl very deeply. And I, uh, I don't want to say I apologize to her for it, but I do want to say it's unfortunate. Um, I mean... Can't take it back. <laughs> we don't do edits. Whatever was said was said. And I'm standing on everything I said. Now, her complaint to me was all you spoke on was the bad. Now, to that, I did feel a little sensitive to it because she felt you never spoke on the good you did. I mean, the good she did, the good she did to um to um help me in my business journey, I guess you would say. Uh, and she helped me in life ways that, um, at this point kind of have expired. Like, I mean, you didn't do anything life changing to where I'm a whole new person because of you and the audacity of you for me, of you to tell me, speak on the good things you did when those things were years ago. That's, that, that, that don't hold water no more because the hurt will always last. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody reflects on the good times of the relationship. That, if that was the case, you'd still be together. People reflect on the negatives and they grow from the negatives. The positives were a part of what you were doing in the moment. At this point, there's no positive. There's no impact anymore. You didn't you didn't change my life. You know, you didn't make me a better artist. You didn't make me a better person. You didn't. I mean, what do you what do you really want me to say that you did that was so great? I mean, you decorated my house with my money. Okay, so you feng shuied my crib out my pocket. Did you buy like a, a couple comforters and some pillows? Sure. You were sleeping there. Why not make yourself more comfortable? Yeah. So yeah, you, you did a little bit. You did a little bit. You didn't put a dollar into that house. You, you, you didn't really. Come on now. Stop it. You didn't make me a better artist. I and mean, you bought me a paintbrush. Let's, let's break it down. Because the 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 reason that I'm single to this day is because I smell bullshit. And when when people play victim and they feel like, oh, it was you, it was you, it was you, and never own to their shit, they haven't grown. So every conversation we have, 
I realize you have not grown. And for that reason is why you probably won't be with anybody seriously in the near future. Now, if you want to put on an act and they might fall for the act and yeah, maybe you could hook a guy like that. But to smart men that are aware and awoke of such fuckery, you're not going to pity me into changing what I said. Everything I said happened and everything I said was true. I'm not taking it back. You want me to speak on the good you did? Fine. Bought me a paintbrush. A few of them. Bought me a comforter set. Uh, bought me a, a vase. Um, I mean, I mean, what? I don't. After, besides that, I mean, you you might you made me a priceless. I mean, the, the small things you've done now that they they've expired. I don't. I no longer use that priceless or that logo. I mean, you bought me a desk that I threw out now. I don't use the desk anymore. So it's like, I don't understand what you mean by the good you did. You hurt me as a, as a, as a man, you damaged me for future women, but I'm now, I'm, I'm kind of over it and I'm not as afraid to be exposed and show people my insides a little bit, but, um, you got a lot of nerve, man. And I wanted to say this on the show. I would have said it to you, but I don't like arguing at this point. Like, that's a lot of energy to argue with somebody, especially when I don't really care what you got to say. You feel me? Like, I don't care what you got to say as, in, in, in your defense because fuck your defense. Had nothing to do with you. This is my show. So if I want to reveal my side on my show, that's what I'll do. Now, I invited her to come here. I invited her to come here. You can come here and you can speak your mind freely. And I will shut the fuck up and you can get off whatever you want to get off. And she, of course she said, no, I'm not coming on your show. Well, listen, don't complain to me then if you don't want to come up here and, and, and redeem yourself and tell people what you feel to be true to you. So, um, it's, it's very weird. Like a lot of people got a sense of entitlement to certain things. That they shouldn't have. And the playing victim shit is over. It worked in the past, but at this point, that game is that game is over. You can't play victim when you're when I'm the victim. You're not gonna sit there and you're not gonna fucking act like you did so great for me and so much so much was done. Like you put in so much work to to, to what did you do? When you found me, I was already a businessman. I was already self-employed. I don't understand. I already had a website. Like, I don't understand what you feel the good you did. What did you do? What did you do? You never even cooked me a meal. Ever. 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 Imagine dating somebody for four months and they never cooked for you. Imagine that. Imagine it. You bought me cupcakes once for my anniversary of being on my own business. That was cool. Had my logos on the cupcakes. Yeah, that was very nice. I bought you flowers every week. That's things that you don't even mention. Shit like that is small. That's shit you're supposed to do when you generally care about somebody. You do things for them. So you want me to talk about the good you did? You bought me cupcakes? I don't understand. I put gas in your car every weekend. I didn't drive that fucking car. I didn't drive that car. 
took you out every weekend. Now, should I talk about all the money I spent? Huh? Or, or, or should I talk about all the sacrifice I made to make sure you was good and happy? Should I talk about all the bullshit arguments that I tolerated because I cared about you? You know what I'm saying? So for you to call me and say, oh, nigga said you talking about, yeah, nigga, I am. And she said I said her name one show. Okay. I don't remember. If I did say your name, my apologies, but it is what it is. And to the listeners that know her and told her, thank you. And I'm glad y'all did that because it should have got back to her. And I'm glad the universe works in that way. And hopefully she hears this as well. And if she wants to call me again and we can talk about it again, that's fine. But I would much rather you come up here and speak your piece so we can really debate. And it won't be an argument because I'm not going to argue with you. We're going to talk things out. The closure we never had can be had on this show. Straight up. Straight like that. So. I don't really care to talk about that no more. Let's uh, we gonna move on from this. And um, um, let's talk some sports real quick. Talk some sports. This is uh, New Orleans Saints played the Minnesota. Was it the Vikings? I think it was the Vikings. It was a game winning play. A rookie. <laughs> this is the talk of the sports world. I don't know if y'all live under a rock and y'all not watching sports, but it's the NFL playoffs and a game winning touchdown has never happened. With no time on the clock, it's never happened in the NFL playoffs ever. But uh, it was this Hail Mary pass, bomb down the field, receiver catches it, defender was supposed was right next to him, dove at him, missed, and the nigga scored. And they won the game with no time on the clock. Everybody is making memes and video memes of this damn rookie. And it's so fucking funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. But now... The NFL playoffs are absolutely trash because the Steelers are out, the Saints are out, and now you got Tom Brady. That's probably he's definitely going to Super Bowl again. God damn it, Tom Brady! And it's not his fault. You know, people always oh Tom Brady be cheating, nigga. You can't help who you play against. Now you can cheat when you play against them niggas, but if you ain't playing against nobody good, that's not your fault. The good team should have won. If Pittsburgh would have won, they'd be playing New England this weekend, but they're not. They lost. So, they lost to the fucking Jaguars, who are very good. On the low, their defense is tops. The Jaguars have a great defense this year. They've been, their defense has been good for a long time. But it's good to see that it's finally paying off. I feel like if the, the Jaguars do make it to the Super Bowl, they'll probably lose. But if they do win, that's a fucking great look for them. Because that's an expansion team. And the Panthers have already been to, a, to two Super Bowls. Jaguars never been. So... It'd be cool to see the Jacksonville. That's a cra- that's a small town, Jacksonville. Jacksonville, Florida. That'd be a, a great thing for the city of Florida. You know, um, let's see, man. Let's see. But that damn Tom Brady, you never know with that motherfucker, man. His head on don't fade and his arm's still strong. And this nigga, damn near 50. How old is Tom Brady? 40-something? God damn it, man. But, um, yeah, that was the talk of the football world. Um... Basketball, Cleveland. What's up with y'all, man? The Cleveland Cavaliers have been getting blown out. LeBron James has been screaming on the bench. And people are telling me that they don't miss Kyrie. Are you dumb? Are you dumb? I mean, I told y'all. When Kyrie left, Cleveland not going to be the same. 
They're not. Dwayne Wade coming there did not help. Kevin Love, I, they, I don't, they can't even trade the guy at this point. Nobody wants Kevin Love. Who the fuck wants Kevin? Maybe the Knicks. The Knicks. The Knicks want anybody. Hold on to the Knicks. Y'all know I hate the Knicks. The Knicks been dead. Um. Yeah, man. So. Uh, all the sports guys are saying is LeBron in trouble. Now, Jalen Rose said Golden State is sweeping go sweeping the Cavs in a seven game series. Now, last year they lost in five, which is a gentleman sweep. Stephen A. Smith said he'll give LeBron one game. I don't know if Kevin Durant is going to be with that this year. Now, although I hate KD, and I'm saying this to myself earlier, I miss being a KD fan. Now, hold on, hold on, hold hold on. I know I threw myself into hold on. Let me explain. Watching Kevin Durant play, you get hyped. Like, oh, this nigga KD so nice. And then you're like, oh, wait, wait, fuck him. He on the Warriors. Kevin, Kevin Durant was my favorite player since 2009-10. His rookie year. He's been my favorite player, Kevin Durant. He was. Now it's Russ for reasons that are obvious. But um, Kevin Durant was my favorite player. And... I used to love when KD would go crazy. That MVP year was so important to me because all my favorite players have won MVPs. All of them. Allen Iverson, Michael Jordan, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook. All my favorite players have won MVPs. And to see KD that season, I was like, there's no way Kevin Durant's not getting MVP. And the joy you felt as a Kevin Durant fan and the joy you felt when we went to those finals that year and lost. Even though it was crazy that we lost in five, we should have lost in six because we should have got game two. But I'll keep, you know, it is what it is. Um, you know, it was it was thrilling to see that him and Russ could really do damage in this league. And when he left, and I always say what Stephen A. Smith says, not that he left, it's the fact that he left to a team we were supposed to beat. We were better than the Warriors that year. And we blew it. We were up 3-1 and lost in seven. Unbelievable. So for Kevin Durant to go there the very next season is un like you it's unheard of. And I don't think anybody forgave him for it. And I'm I'm personally still not over it. He's talking to somebody that had several pairs of Kevin Durant sneakers. This was my guy. But I miss being a fan of Kevin Durant, and I can't be. Not on that team. Can't be, man. But uh he was working LeBron. <laughs> That's what I say all that to say that. He was bust LeBron ass. LeBron. Katie just gonna give you 30 every game. He gives this nigga 30 every time he played Cleveland. 30. 30. And shoots like 60%. So uh, LeBron, I don't know when people say LeBron the best in the world. I, how, by how much though? By how much? Because Kevin Durant is like right there. It's like one and then one A.9. Like he's really right there. And you know, you would think nobody would catch Braun. Just like nobody caught Kobe. But Kevin Durant. He's honestly, he's not as smart as LeBron on the court. Athletically, he's not as athletic. He's not as strong. But skill wise, he's way better than LeBron James. Ball handle, shooting, uh, uh, like you name it. Three point shooting, mid range shooting, ball handle. I mean, LeBron got him in the passing and rebounding category, but that I mean, shit. Outside of that, it's not much much space. It's not much room there. But Cleveland is on a, on a slump. The Rockets, hold on, the Rockets. The Rockets is the new improved Detroit Pistons. The fucking Houston Rockets last night 
they had a game against the Clippers. This is Chris Paul back in L.A. for the first time against his old team and coach, Doc Rivers, Blake Griffin, Austin Rivers. There was an issue on the floor, right? The Clippers, the, the Rockets, after the game, went to the Clippers' locker room to see these niggas. Chris Paul had one nigga go through the front while he brought everybody else through the back door. Now, mind you, Chris Paul played in L.A. He know all of, all the spots. This is hilarious. This is some real gangsta shit. So now you got Chris Paul, Trevor Reese, and James Harden out to get Austin Rivers' fucking ass. Blake Griffin was involved a little bit. Him and Trevor Reza had words. Blake was trying to facilitate the situation. Like, fellas, calm down. Chris Paul got in his face. These niggas are supposed to be boys. But this NBA shit, and now mind you, these niggas have lost, have won three of their last eight. So they're doing a little, they're three or five in their last eight games. They're not doing well as they were. James Harden was looking like the clear MVP. And now we don't know. It's looking like KD again. Maybe it'll be Kyrie. I mean, it's between five players. It's between KD. It's between uh, uh, LeBron, Harden, Antetokounmpo, and uh, the fifth. I don't fucking know. But that's like the four. Kyrie, I said already. But yeah, but they're not looking too good right now. And they lost to, to the Clippers, which also, that hurts, adds insult to injury. You lose. But um, it's crazy how the NBA is getting like gangster again. A lot of fights going on. There was a fight tonight. I forget what team and what players, but I seen it on Instagram. I was scrolling and it would look kind of wild. So niggas is getting buck in this NBA. Okay. These niggas are getting money now. They got lawyer fees. They don't give a fuck. They just happy that Stephen Jackson and Kenya Martin, all the real goons in the league, Ben Wallace and fucking <laughs> Jermaine O'Neal and, and all these wild niggas, Ronald Tess and all these niggas ain't, ain't, ain't like that. It ain't like that, but it can get there. Chris Paul look a little feisty. You know, he going bald now. Straight up. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on? Musically, Dave East dropped something last night. Very fire. Kyrie Chanel part two. Super dope. I mean, look at it. Oh, the Travis and uh the Travis Scott and Quavo mixtape has grown on me, and it's fire. I said it was trash. I said I expected more from Travis, but the more you listen to this shit. It gets more fire. You find a new song you like every fucking listen. And I'm sorry, Travis. You know you my nigga. You know what I'm saying? I keep you at a high standard because I love your music. You're one of my favorite artists. And it took a while for me to get it and catch it. But this shit is fire. This this Quen, 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 uh, Huncho Jack shit. Fucking fire. It's fire. Other music that has dropped. Let's see. Um... Who dropped something this year? Nobody really this year. Dave East dropped something. Um, Nipsey Hussle got an album on the way. Hopefully Nipsey focused and he got his shit together and it's going to be fire. Uh, I think that's about it, man. Ain't really been no music for the new year as of yet. The Migos have announced their album is coming out on the 20... I want to say, what's that? The 26th, which is next Friday. The Migos, Culture 2. Culture too, which is uh actually a perfect segue from the Travis and Quavo mixtape, and then you got the Offset and uh, Twenty One Savage mixtape. You know, take off. He just be chilling. I don't know, really, don't know what this nigga do. Like besides do his little walls, and uh, I mean, I don't know. Like these other, how you feel when your other two niggas is out here grinding and killing shit, and they had celebrity bitches, and you ain't, you ain't even. You ain't, I mean, he might be fucking some rap holes or something. I don't know, man. What's up with this this takeoff nigga, man? You you didn't take off yet. Offset got Cardi. Quavo had Karuchi. I don't know if that's still going on, but I mean, 
I'm pretty sure Quavo getting some celebrity cheeks out here. Offset, I mean, I mean, uh, 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 take off. We need you to, we need you to, to, this year, we need you to just like step it up. Maybe on the album, he just killing verses. We'll see. We'll see. But that's coming. Uh, Cardi B. Cardi B is dominating. You understand what I'm saying to you? Listen to me. Cardi B, the year started. As soon as the new year fucking started, Cardi B is on this remix with Bruno Mars. And it's phenomenal. They did the In Living Color intro. They redid it. The shit is dope. Cardi got a nice little pop verse. Drop top Porsche. Rolly on my arm. I'm like, oh, goddamn, Cardi, shit. I didn't know she could do non-hood rap. Well, I guess it, 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 she she found it. Yeah, Nikki and Nas broke up. Nikki's not having a good 2018. Is she going to keep showing her titties or what? What are we doing? What are we doing out here? Nikki. You can go to Nicki Minaj's Instagram right now and see her with no shirt on and pasties. And this is supposed to be the queen of rap. Queen Latifah would never <laughs> expose her areolas. Well, her, uh, queen Latifah has some big ass titties too. You've seen Set It Off, nigga. Cleo has some titties, nigga. Big ass titties. Why do dykes always got big fucking titties and want to dress like a nigga? Bitch, you are a whole woman. You get a period and your nipples hurt. What is wrong with you with this? Straight up. Unbelievable. But I still like to say this. Cardi B is killing. She's winning. I love her. I'm happy for her. Um, My boy Joe Budden uh, left Complex. I won't say fired because he likes to say he got fired. But from what I'm hearing from him and what everybody else is saying, he just didn't resign his contract because the money wasn't right. So that's not really fired. He got next to Diddy. Diddy doing some things over there. So that's a good look. Salute, salute, salute to my Virgo brother, Joe Budden. You know, a lot of people hate on Joe. A lot of people hate on Joe, but they're not familiar with Joe's music. They're not familiar with Joe's uh, uh, sense of humor. And they find him sometime annoying or aggressive for no reason. But he's very passionate about hip hop and he's very knowledgeable about the business of hip hop. So I'm always learning every time I watch his shows, podcasts, and episodes. And everyday struggle. I don't even think they're doing episodes at this point. It's kind of over. Like, so if that doesn't tell you you needed Joe, you know, I feel like Joe leaving Complex was when Kanye, like when Kanye left Adidas, the whole entire culture shifted with Joe. Now Complex is just whatever. Now, like they have not like that sports show with Gilbert Arenas and Mia Khalifa. I mean, I get Gilbert Arenas. He used to play in the NBA All-Star. used to kill. Gilbert Arenas was nice. Mia Khalifa was a porn, porn girl. Like, I know she likes sports and shit, but that, 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 that don't qualify you to get on fucking YouTube every hour, every day, and speak about sports for a fucking hour. Who the fuck? This, I, I can Google her sucking dick. I don't want to hear her talk about basketball. Get somebody else. Get somebody else. Not I'm saying that females can't do that, but her? Don't care for that. Don't care for that. Pull your titties out, bitch. Like, wait, what, who do you think you are? Don't nobody watch fucking... Uh, no, 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 no. Complex is fucking retarded for even allowing that. And the other two niggas they got hosting are terrible. They're boring. There's no personality on that set. None. And that show fucking sucks. I watch First Take. I don't need Complex to give me sports. Talk to me about sneakers. I don't want to hear about mountain basketball. No sports. No sports on Complex. Um, yeah, Cardi doing her thing. The Grammys are coming up. 
Ah, we'll see about that. Uh, we'll see who wins. Hopefully, Kendrick take home his Grammys. Hopefully, Hove take home his. I think it's gonna be a split between Ye and uh, Kendrick because that was the only two top albums in hip hop all last year. Like right away, you knew those was going. Oh yeah, Kendrick, damn, definitely. Oh, J four four forty four forty four definitely going. I said four forty. Yeah, four forty four definitely gotta happen. So I expect those two to do well. Also, Danny Glover has been nominated for a few things too. Salute to them. He is a talented man. ATL was coming back, I believe, in February or March. ATL was coming back. Great show. Love that show. Um, yeah, what else is going on, man? Love and Hip Hop is getting crazy. I'm not even going to talk about that shit. Love and Hip Hop Miami. We got to trash that. Love and Hip Hop Miami is fucking trash. I don't want to see Trick Daddy on TV. No more. No more. He looked like he got the mumps. I know he going through sickle cell and all that shit or whatever the fuck he had. But this nigga looks terrible. He looks like Emmett Till is alive. No disrespect. I know yesterday was Martin Luther King Day. But Google Emmett Till in the casket and Google Trick Daddy. It's Emmett Till with gold teeth. I don't, I mean, I don't want to be disrespectful to the Till family. But good God, Trick Daddy. And Trina, why is she still relevant? What has Trina done besides you don't know now and I'm the baddest bitch? She doesn't even have great music, really. And she gets all this respect. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, Trina never ran rap. She was never Nikki level. Like, she was at most, she wasn't even Eve level. Remember how big Eve was? Eve was huge. Trina wasn't even that. Trina wasn't even Missy level. Missy was huge. Like, why did Trina get all this love? I don't know. And they always say, oh, Trina got the fattest ass. Trina shit ain't that fat. <laughs> it ain't. And if you look back at her old videos, it really ain't that fat. Like, that ain't a fat ass these days. That was all right for back in maybe 2002. But now, mm. and I remember she used to date Wayne Birdman Luda, Flo Rida, Kenya Moore. Like, this bitch got bodies. And nobody brings that up. Is that why she get all this love? Because she used to be a skank. Now, I know she dated these niggas, but come on. The only nigga that took you serious is Kenya Martin. And he cheated. Because he realized, like, I got Trina, but Trina's kind of trash. Yeah. Yeah, Trina's kind of trash. Don't nobody look at Trina like, oh, man, you seen Trina today? No, nigga. The fuck? Fuck Trina, man. Are you done? The fuck out of here. Tiana Taylor has been flourishing lately. Tiana Taylor. Boy, 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 oh, boy. Now, also, I want to bring this to people's attention. Let me see if I got my facts right, because I've been noticing things, Tiana. Tiana, let me holler at you for a minute. Come to the podium. I would love to have her on this show just to talk fashion, because she's so fly to me. I haven't seen a picture of Tiana with her husband in a little while. She hasn't posted Amon Shumpert in some time. So I'm trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Now, we all know her and Amon Shumpert have a child together. Amon Shumpert right now, I believe he's injured. He plays for the Cleveland Cavaliers. He played with Braun and them. But, um, you know, usually when you got a, a husband, you know, she loved Amon from what I knew, from what we were seeing when they first got together. She hasn't posted Amon Shumpert since... November 23rd. This is around Thanksgiving time. 
Now, um, I'm not saying there's trouble in paradise, and I don't want her to. Uh, I don't want her to. I don't want to break up a happy home. You know what I'm saying? I love seeing them together because I feel like that's real love. But uh, you go to Amon Shumpert's page. He hasn't posted Tiana since Thanksgiving either. You know? So, um, I don't know what's going on over there, but I hope it's, uh, I hope everything is all right. I don't even see her liking his pictures. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, bro. But Tiana. And you know, usually women flourish more when they when they're newly single. You know that. And that's my last word for the for the podcast. I'm gonna break that down. Because I've been saying that on Snap since yesterday. But um Yeah, um women always do better when they fresh out of a relationship. And what I don't understand is why when women get away from niggas, they do better. And when they get with a new nigga, they revert back to the bullshit they was doing before. Like, sweetheart, you were doing great when you left that other nigga. You was going to the gym. You was doing yoga. You was working out. You was doing your shit, going to school, cooking again, and loving life, taking trips, and having fun. You get with a whole new nigga, and all this shit, your neck just gets so juicy. The same shit you do to attract a new nigga is the shit you have to do to keep that new nigga. He attracted to you because of how you was living your life. And if a nigga don't want you to live your life, that ain't the nigga for you. But you get with a nigga and he try to change you up and tell you, nah, don't, you don't got to do this. You don't got to do that. No, 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 no. That's tough work. If you meet your girl and she goes to the gym three days a week and she get with you and start going none. Oh, nah, nah. At me as a man. I want you to do all the shit you was doing that made me attracted to you. When I first met you, you was going out with your girls all the time. I was single. I don't give a fuck. Go out. Do all the shit you was doing before me. Keep that up. But you know why? Because if anything ever happened with us, I need you to know that you can live your life still. Women put so much energy into these niggas that when they break apart, they go to these things that they should have been doing the whole relationship. And they lean on it. Oh, no, I'm on a diet. I'm trying to lose weight. Oh, no, I'm in the gym now. Oh, no, I do yoga now. Oh, no, I'm back in school now. Like, these are things you could have done in your relationship. Why you did not, I don't know. I don't understand why women stop everything for niggas that won't even stop what they're doing for them. If your nigga boys call him, yo, we out tonight, and he go, you mad at him. Why? That nigga was doing that shit before you. But you feel like because you stop partying, he should stop partying. No, no, no. He's doing it the right way. He's living how he lived before you, and he should. Only thing that should change is he only fucking you. That's the only change that should come with a relationship. I'm only having sex with you. Outside of that, I'm still living my life. Now, if you want to incorporate your significant other into your lifestyle, that's great. If you can do that and it's a good emerge, go for it. Now, if your significant other wants nothing to do with your lifestyle, that's also fine because everything ain't for everybody. So if you a party girl and he not, you shouldn't make him try to be a party nigga. He, he was not that. He was, that's not him. Why are you trying to change him? He was who he was before you got there. 
that's who you accepted and that's who you chose to date. Don't try to change it, nigga. And fellas, don't try to change your girl. If she's doing things to better herself, help her. Help her. Oh, you want to go to school, babe? How can I help? Oh, you want to start a business? How can I help? And vice versa. Vice versa. Put up a little money to help your girl open a hair salon. Put up a little money for your nigga to open up a shop. You know what I'm saying? Give support. Wear his clothes. You know what I'm saying? Po- repost your girl businesses. This ain't hard. This ain't hard. This is not. This, this is how you flourish in a relationship. You have to become one. You have to become one. But at the same time, keep your identity of who you are. Don't cut your friends off for that nigga. Don't stop working out because of that nigga. You had a whole six pack. Two years passed. Now you fat. How? How? And how do niggas just be cool with that? I'm mad as hell if I got my girl, she had a six pack and then I look up a year and the shit gone. What's what the fuck been going on this whole year? I'm with I What was you doing? And you didn't a nigga have the nerve to say, yo, you used to you used to have a six pack. You making her feel like shit. She knows that. Trust me. Any woman with a six pack knows good and fucking well when that shit goes missing. So you don't gotta remind her. Support your girl, man. If your girl in the gym and you wanna get yourself in shape, go with her. Ain't no harm in that. I'm pretty sure she would love that. For y'all to be like a work a in shape couple and y'all could go on vacation and y'all both look good together and y'all really together and y'all really fuck with each other for real, for real. It's not separate lives. She just have what she would do after work still. After work, she goes to the gym. Nigga, don't invite her over. Let her go to the gym and do what she been doing. And if she don't see you that often, that's fine. But just, just know that's you though. You know what I'm saying? She doing shit. Let her get to what she gotta be. Ladies, same shit. Let that nigga do what he got to do. If he getting money, don't slow his bread up. Well, you, you accepted what he was doing when you got with the nigga. Oh, you too busy. You need to spend more time with me. No, the fuck he don't. No, the fuck he don't. The lifestyle he lived before you, when you that's what attracted you. Now, you want him to stop that for you? He not living that lifestyle for other niggas. He, he's like, he has a certain lifestyle he likes to keep. And he has to work to keep that up. Don't get in the way of that. Help that nigga get bigger. Add to his fucking money. How can you, how can I help? But people so fucking selfish and want they way. And then people, women always want to control shit. Y'all always want to control a nigga. That's the problem y'all be having. And when a nigga don't listen, now y'all mad. Now y'all mad because you can't control a nigga. And you know what? You shouldn't be able to control a grown man. That is not your child. He don't do what you say. You ain't nobody fucking mother. Who the fuck do you think you are? Who the fuck? Like, seriously. Telling niggas what they can and can't do. And y'all whole ass niggas let that shit ride. You a grown ass man, dog. Don't be letting your woman run your life like that. If you want to go out and have fun, my nigga, go. If she got a fun, she ain't leaving. She not going to leave you for going to the club. She going to be mad. She might not give you no pussy, but she ain't going to go nowhere. You know why? Because at the end of the day, she love you. If y'all really rocking like that and you go do something she don't like, she'll be fine. She has to understand that as a man, you got to hold on to certain things. And that goes as women too. Ladies, stop falling off for these niggas because you get your next relationship and you all insecure and you, 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 you fucking, you don't, you don't feel confident no more. Nobody wants to deal with that. Keep that confidence. I don't care how much you love this nigga. Keep your confidence, keep your independence because when shit go left, all you got is you. And if you don't know who you are no more, cause you gave so much to this nigga, who are you? You can't be with nobody else. And that keeps you in a situation where you stuck. Lastly, lastly, this is my last little tidbit. Um, 
Nice little tidbit right here. Okay, so um, dating in this generation is fucked. We all know this. Um, it's not a secret. It's fucked. Shit is fucked up. So I made an analogy post about how fucked up um dating is. I'm gonna give you an example that I wrote down. It's in my archives. Did I archive? Yeah, we go. Yes, I archive. I archive everything on Instagram. Instagram, thank you for that. The archive. You can like delete posts, but not really. You can still keep all your comments and all that shit. So, I made a post dating in this generation. The girl, the dude. Hey, I like you. Let's date. The girl. Hey, I like you too. But I like this other guy who doesn't show me any interest more. And I'm kind of loyal to him. And I'm waiting for him to come around. The guy. How long are you going to deal with that? The girl. Three years minimum. And most of it just fucked me and never cuffed me. But I'm cool with that for now. The guy. Well, good luck with that. This is the reality of dating in 2018. Are you done? This is the reality. There are women out here chasing men who don't want them and settling for bare minimums at most. The most, the bare minimum is sex. No dates, no attention, no time spent, no, not much of anything. And you are settling for this. And emotionally, a woman cannot give her body to a man without feeling him emotionally. She will be attached to him emotionally. Unless she's some stone cold gangster. If you fucking a girl consistently for a period of time, she's going to get feelings. And there's no way around it. There's nothing you can do about it, especially if you fucking her good. There's nothing you can do to stop her from having feelings. So women get trapped in the digmatization. So these bitches be so digmatized. A real nigga come up on them like, yo, what's up, girl? I heard you sing. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to see what's up with you. Now, they'll give you a shot. Right? A woman will give you a date. And subliminally, she not fucking with you. I wrote this on Facebook the other day. This is in my comments on Facebook. Hold on. Because I'm going to find this. This was amazing analogy I gave. There's another one. Hold on, let me find this shit. Let me find this shit. Oh, I got another one I got to give y'all too after. I, I said I was done, but hold on. <laughs> All right. Where the fuck is it? Hmm. Well, damn. Is this it right here? Let me see. Well, God. You know what? I'm mad I can't find this shit right now. Oh, man. Okay. Is this one it? I'm sorry, y'all. Bear with me here. Bear with me here. Oh, shit. Well, I'm upset that I can't find this post. It has some great comments in there. 
Um, damn. All right, well. Basically, what I said was this. Oh, damn, I started growling at one point. Uh, basically, what I'm saying, basically, was... um. Women will not lead you on, but they will have you. They'll speak to you without speaking to you. Now, let me explain what I mean by this. Hold on. Let's get into this. Okay. So the mind of woman is very complex, but it's really not. You just got to follow body language. Now, a single woman who's just fucking with somebody will entertain you. But you have to understand when you're not getting no pussy from her. It's because she's fucking with somebody. Women will be loyal to somebody they're just fucking. That is a fact. They have no issue staying loyal and waiting for a nigga to eventually say, you know what? I'm going to just fuck with her because she's been more, most consistent. She be here. Like I, I, I could call on her and depend on her. Do you have any idea how long it takes for a man to get to that point? Especially if he's single and y'all just fuck. He can run around and do whatever he want. So just because you fucking this nigga don't make him tied to you. It's just sex to a man. To a woman is, no, we had sex, nigga. You mine. Nah, I'm not. Because I never asked you to be mine. Okay? That's not the truth at all. That's the furthest thing from the truth. The truth is, we have sex. We go our separate ways. And we live our lives. But a woman will stay loyal to that. Now, my homegirl Tiffany, shout out to Tiffany. She been on the show. She had the comment that I was um, referring to. And I'm fucking pissed. I can't find it. But uh, basically what it said was a woman would see a dude and be like, hey, we can date. But uh, you're not going to get no pussy. Because I'm kind of dealing with this guy and I'm loyal to him, even though he's not mine. It was somewhere along those lines. I wish I had a verbatim, but I do not. Watch I find as soon as I fucking leave. But, um, yeah, I say all that to say this. Do whatever the fuck you want to do when you're single, okay? When you're single and you're in this single struggle that this is how we get in this world, do whatever the fuck you want, okay? That's, that's the overall point of being single. You can do whatever you want. Ladies, if you fucking some nigga and you just fucking him, you single. Hello, newsflash. You're single still. That ain't your nigga. That ain't your man. And I need y'all to take these emotions away. Because what's all this emotional shit? Oh, why you not answering your phone? Bitch, because you ain't. I don't have to. I don't have to answer my phone for you. And fellas. Oh, yeah. I got to give niggas. My niggas. I got to give my niggas this jewel before I get out of here. This the last one for real, for real. One of my homies, right? Is having an issue with his wife. The issue with his wife. Now, I told him he fucked up on his part because he, he he did a rookie mistake. You never play your whole hand with a woman, bro. Honesty will get you nowhere with a woman. Now, I know that sounds crazy. You have to be selective with your honesty with women. Selective, meaning don't lie. Not telling a woman something that's not her business is not lying. Now, a woman would say, that is lying. You should have told me. Why are you hiding stuff from me? No, it's not. I hid it from you for your own fucking good. And me not lying about it and just not telling you is not lying. Technically, that's not lying. I just didn't say shit. 
It's not lying. It's not being sneaky or none of that. It's just not in tell you. It's not your business. Now, he said his issue was uh, his wife was ignoring him. He doesn't like to be ignored. Nobody likes to be ignored. Anybody. I personally, I've adapted. I don't give a fuck. Um, but um, the issue was he was on the phone with her. He said, yo, I'm going to call you back. Somebody called him in between him calling her back. And he ended up speaking with that person for a period of time. The next day, he hits her like, hey, I'm sorry I didn't call you back. I was on the phone. Bro. Big mistake. Well, she's going to first thing she woman going to say with who? Now you got yourself in a world of shit. Because you can't duck that. You gave information you shouldn't have given. I would have just said, hey, what's up? I'm not explaining myself to you. I didn't do shit. Okay. I was on the phone. But that's not your fucking business. You going to tell your girl every time you answer the phone, my nigga? Certain shit she don't need to know. That was information that you didn't need to know. So now when she ignores you, she ignored him because of that text. He's calling her phone down all day. Fucked up again. That's weakness. The fact that you are now chasing her after you fucked up gives her a position of power to play with you now. Now she can play with you. So now we leave him, uh, work or whatever, and he's on, on FaceTime with her, and he's like, yo, don't be not answering my phone calls. You see me calling you. Nigga, you sound like a bitch. You can't show that kind of weakness to a woman. They will play on it. They will abuse it, and they will make it work in their favor. Situations like this. Fellas, your girl's ignoring you. Let her fucking ignore you, bro. You got to be a man in this situation, and men don't bitch. In the eyes of a woman, she can do that to you. How you react shows the level of respect she's going to show you back. I've been through this. I've been ignored, and I call that phone down every day, texting, texting. You think she don't see that phone, my nigga? You think she not laughing at them texts when she ignoring your shit on purpose? Them texts is going through blue. She got it. Delivered. She got it. But you can't be a bitch, man, nigga. You can't. Situations like that, you got to show strength. And that's when your 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 smarts come in. Not pride. Because pride will make you do stupid shit like go to her house because she ignoring you. Nah. Smarts is saying, cool. I'm going to fall back. She not fucking with me? You got it. Not going to say nothing. Not going to chase you. Not going to chase you down. Not going to make you speak to me. I'm going to play the same game you playing. And we're going to see who could last. Now, that's got to be a decision that you could stand on. Because if she, if the game go to the point where y'all don't speak for a month, your relationship pretty much done. You ain't supposed to that girl in a month's over. But at the same time, you got to be prepared to go that long too. If you want to go a fucking month, it's a month. How about it? Because women love to pe- be petty when they can. When they can be, they will be. Don't even give them that opportunity to have. Petty means it affected you. Like, she did some shit. It worked on you. You tight. She now, she going to fall back because she won. That's like when you slap somebody and run and they never hit you back. She won. That's like a fight. I punch you in the face, knock you out. You ain't even get a chance to get a swing. I won. Fight's over. She hits you with a knockout punch and you over there trying to get up looking stupid. You keep trying to get up. You keep falling. You keep trying to get up. You keep falling. The referee is taking the mouthpiece out and waving his hands. It's over. You still trying to get up. Listen, take your L's like a man. I told my boy in situations like that, it's all about respect. She lost respect for you because you chasing her for some stupid shit you said. You fucked up. Fellas, when you fuck up, 
own it. Okay, you fucked up, own it, and take the consequences. The consequences for him was being ignored. He didn't like it. He started calling her, started bitching, started blowing her phone up. You lost respect right there. So now she gonna play with you every chance she get because you one of them niggas like, yo, why are you ignoring me? Why are you doing this? Be a fucking man, my nigga. She ignoring you? Cool. Play the cut. She'll be a wreck. She'll be back. She'll be around. That's your girl and y'all really vibing and y'all fuck with each other and she love you and you love her. Don't even stress that shit. Trust me. It takes a whole lot more for a woman to start over than a man. So a week of her ignoring you, she'll be fine. You'll be fine. It's all right. That's all I have this week. I'm glad y'all tuned in. I tried to have a guest for y'all, but didn't work out that way. But we still got 80 minutes of me dropping jewels. Okay. Pow. Dropping jewels. I'm going to go through my sound effects. It's a knife. So disrespectful. Yeah. 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 Right. This is episode 42. Be back. Go start the New York strong. Next week, I'll have a guest for sure, for sure. Because it's a returning guest that people have requested. Some may know, some may not. But next week, I'm going to try to have her back. And if not her, I have somebody else. But some next week, somebody going to be here for sure. So thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for supporting me. Go to the SoundCloud right now. Go to iTunes, the Podium Podcast. Need y'all to like. And go to iTunes. Get my shit five stars. Be trying to come up this year. I'm trying to be on these charts, on this podcast shit. Let's do it. I need all of y'all support and help to get me there. Um, I'm going to be working on a live podcast very soon. So all my loyal listeners can come out if you're in New York. You can come out. You can watch me do a podcast live. We're going to have it all set up. And um, it's going to be great. We working on it. I'm going to get that ball rolling very soon. I'll have that announcement out. I'm aiming for February, March to actually have that. And I'm going to try to do it maybe once a month too. So um, that's one of the things I'm working on. We also, we're going to try to get video for y'all. So y'all can actually start to watch these podcasts because people like watching shit. And we're going to start the YouTube up and we're going to start getting up videos of the podcast as well as the audio. We're going to be on YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud. Whatever else you can catch on. So thank you all again. That's what we got cooking up. See y'all next week. Love you. Peace.